Welcome to Sellersburg United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world to you, wherever you are. I woke up at 3 a.m., I told you, because I started thinking about what I had prepared as a message, and I started thinking about it, and of course, if you know me very well, you know that my mind will dart down that little tangent and that rabbit hole and then this direction and then figure out how to get these to all come together. And I decided at 4.30 it was just time to get up and give up trying to go back to sleep. Um, because our passage today is, is from John. It's chapter 1, and I didn't bring my Bible down here. You've heard this opening prologue before. It's quite strange, isn't it? The opening words of our fourth gospel, it brings some imagery and symbols. It brings in Genesis, and it brings in John the Baptist, and it just tries to tie together quite a bit, all in this poem of words. And you might feel like at the beginning, you can kind of hang with this poem, but it isn't long until you've, you feel like you're just getting wrapped up in something really big. You know that, do you know that feeling reading Scripture, anybody? It's not just me, is it? All right. I would say if, uh, if you're struggling, if you're not struggling, you may not be reading it because it's, uh, Scripture has got a lot of depth to it, especially John. So I want to I read it and then talk about it, and then I want to read it again. And it's, it's poetry, so we'll, we'll hear it as poetry. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him, Not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God." And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. The Word of God for the people of God. So it sums it up, right? Pretty simple. I don't need to say much on that. Yeah. Yeah, all this idea of life and light and the Word, there's so much I could spend time on. And as I said, my gift to you is I'm not going to go too deep into this. But I wanted to lift up a simple idea that we can all relate to. There are understandings of who we are as we grow as human beings. Whether you are a person of faith or not, you can fit everyone into this kind of understanding that we are the makeup of two pieces. One is our authentic self. One is our adaptive self. What I mean by that is when a child is born, a baby, they are just their authentic selves. Rarely do small children ever think about what they're saying. Amen? They just say it. They are who they are. They think what they think. They do what they want to do. They don't really hold back or hesitate. But as we get older, we start to 
hold back and hesitate, and we start to learn how to function in our world. So we call this authenticity, or we can call it innocence, or we can call it naivety. Some, might, some skeptical later might look back and say that was naivety at work. Over here is our adaptive self. This is where we learn to live in our, the homes we grew up in with the people we grew up with. Not all of us had the same experience. Amen? Some of us had siblings. Some of us had older siblings. Some of us had younger siblings. And some of us were the middle child that raised all the terror. We uh, grew up in homes maybe with parents, maybe, maybe not parents, maybe no siblings. Maybe we grew up in a place where we didn't have anyone connected to us genetically. Maybe we grew up in a home where it was warm and Christmas morning was a wonderful memory that we continue to dwell upon even to this day. And for some, Christmas morning was not a wonderful memory. We might have gone to schools and been a part of circles of friends that were really nurturing and good, and then some of us weren't. And we learned how to navigate the world. We had learned how to navigate our parents. And Lord, pray for my children. They have to navigate me. They are learning how to adapt to who I am and how I am. So there's their authentic self, who they were born to be, and who they're learning to be to function living with me. Does that make sense? And then the whole rest of the world. Now, the adaptive self, that's where we get things like ambition. We can even get greed. We can get scheming because you're kind of learning what to do and how to do it. But there's your authentic self that doesn't really have any of that. That's where we find our love and our joy and our peace, maybe patience. We find these things that are more pure. We need both pieces to survive, amen? But part of this faith journey is learning how to become more in touch with who God created us to be. That's more about what life's really all about versus what we've been taught it's all about, what we've been adapted to the pain and the things that we've had to build calluses on our heart to survive. Survival is a main part of adapting, adapting to survive. Being authentic is more about thriving. I bring all this up because light and dark is a big theme in the Gospel of John. And we might call this the dark, this adaptive. The dark isn't bad. The dark was there at the very beginning of creation. We opened within the beginning. You're supposed to go back to Genesis in your mind and remember the story of the original human beings, just like us, who had an innocence, an authenticity. And then they learned some things. They gained some knowledge of good and evil. And suddenly they felt exposed and vulnerable, didn't they? In fact, they hid from God. And in God's grace, God didn't ask them to stop hiding. God said, well, let me get you something to make you a little more comfortable. And you're hiding but then it seems that God is then ever just inviting them back to this authentic self where we don't hide, where we don't cover, where we don't feel afraid. And we're in this constant struggle every day, every place we go. We need the dark to help us survive. It has kept us alive, amen? But that is not the core of who we are. The light came to show us how things are to enlighten us, the scripture says, to awaken us out of this self-motivated, self-preservating, I'm going to make that word up, self-preservating, dark living into something that is not about us. It's bigger. Now, I'm not going to 
say I'm wrapping this whole thing up because I'm not. This is a, a deep poem. There's no way to get that whole thing into our heads, but we can get our whole heads into that thing and read this poetry again and again and think about the light and the dark. Think about this story that we spend so much time and energy and money and decorations to tell the story of the light. I invite you to continue to think about that. Not that I have the perfect answer. I could tell you my story, and you could tell me yours, and I bet we might enlighten each other. Amen? I'm going to read this again. And remember, too, I'm going to read the word for word. In Greek, it's called logos, or logos, however you want to spell it. It's our word that we get the word logic, or essence, the being of God. Because in our dark state... Sorry, I'm going to say one more thing. In our dark state, we tend to view things the way that we want to see them. The same thing happens, and yet we might have two completely opposing views of what that thing was, right? And both have evidence. The Immaculate Reception. Anybody familiar with this football thing that was celebrated the 50th anniversary of the other day? Did Franco Harris catch that ball? If you don't know. If you ask a Steelers fan, oh, yeah, he caught that ball. If you ask a Raiders fan, no, he didn't catch that ball. Something happened. It wasn't two different things. But when we operate from seeing things the way we want to see them, we might see things that didn't actually happen. Amen? The light invites us into something else, even God. Jesus came to show us God in flesh, the essence, the being, the logic, to reveal so I'm going to read the word logos instead of word, and we'll hear this one more time. In the beginning was the logos, and the logos was with God, and the logos was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the Logos became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. The word of God, the Logos of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. We thank you for worshiping with us, and it is our hope that through the Holy Spirit you have felt the touch of God upon your life. If you would like to know more about our church and its ministries, please visit our website at sellersburgumc.com.